Welcome to the Really Basic Podcast. Basic conversations about basically anything. I am Neon Nation, founder of Really Basic Company, and with me is my cousin, David Nation. Hey, that's me, David Nation, founder of Emergent Cycle, not a cycling company. <laughs> David is all the way in Canada, and I'm all the way in Argentina. Once a week, North meets South. Once a week. We sit down and we have a conversation. Sometimes it's gonna be funny, sometimes maybe not so funny, but we press record and we share it with you guys. Hopefully you enjoy it. Let's do this. <laughs> this podcast is not scripted and may contain grammatical and other errors. Our connecting audio starting video. Our, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, proper. Yeah. Got a haircut? Yeah, so um, I went out and I bought a razor when, 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 on Thursday, mm-hmm. and um, I just brush it down, you know. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. I need to. I need. If you notice, like I'm getting scruffy. I need to like get some. Yeah, no, did the done. works, man. Did the works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Works. I can't really deal with the razor here because yeah. It, um, hang on. Irritate your skin. Yeah, I really have. I have really, really bad uh, reaction to that. Um, okay. Hang on, let me just check my audience to ensure that I'm getting it from. See, it's coming in from the wrong thing. All right, cool. It's supposed to be. Uh, hang on. Where was it coming in from? The laptop. It's coming from like the. No, it's coming in from the built-in mic. But I wanted to. Um, all right. I'm not sure if you hear, heard like any difference in the audio quality. Yeah. It definitely it changed. Definitely changed. Yeah. All right, cool. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. We're still in the, 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 because usually when I'm recording, like on my own, like I'm already like plugged into the, the recording software and everything's already set. But sometimes because I'm back and forth between the laptop and like the, the PC, it's just like, oh, I keep forgetting these things. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I actually listened. I listened to the um <clears throat> the recording. Mm-hmm. I kind of was counting how many times I said exactly mm-hmm. and like. And right. I realized I said exactly and like a lot. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like <laughs> see you go again. <laughs> see, yeah. It, but uh, but to be honest, to be honest, um mm-hmm. People have their own quirks and their own things, and that critique of themselves, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that makes us unique. That makes us ourselves. So, yes, we can improve them if we want to, but then mm-hmm. after a while, we 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 kind of sound robotic. I feel like if it's not, I feel that if it's not getting in the way of the message and getting in the way of the content or getting in the way of the story, then you know whatever. If it's getting in the way and you know it's making it harder for people to connect with what you're saying, then of course you may want to look into that. But sometimes you know you may end up editing yourself so much that you you sound like Obama, which is not a bad thing. But Obama is Obama, <laughs> you know. Exactly. Uh, and we want to, you know, that kind of, <laughs> you know. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. I don't want to sound robotic. That's the last no, thing I want to sound. No, no, no. Yeah. It needs to sound, it needs to sound like we're having a regular conversation between two people. 
you know so it is what it is yeah <laughs> yeah what 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 what's on the agenda like what what you had in mind for this week that is a good question i mean i never i never really had a a plan yeah coming in to this yeah, one yeah. i was more kind of nervous for this one i was like yo what am i gonna talk about see <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking he was like sleeping on it like what am i gonna talk about i know we want to do this like cool intro but like what are we yeah. gonna talk about like, right right yeah I feel I feel like <clears throat> no I came into this and I'm I'm coming into all these super casual <laughs> super mm-hmm. chill because at the end of the day it's just a conversation between two guys and it needs to feel that way for us who are having the conversation and um if we come in nervous and we come in you know into this very very calculated then it may sound you know rehearsed or tight <laughs> exactly <laughs> over the weekend we were watching a movie um and maybe maybe for some people you should watch it <laughs> but the the point i was driving out with that movie was from about five or so minutes into the movie i realized that it was actually shot with real people so the people in the movie didn't realize that they were in a movie so the reactions were were genuine it's called um bad trip and um uh starring tiffany haddish and little rail eric andre right you saw it so my friend uh was watching it yeah. my friend wanted to watch it and then i had another friend that commented on it and saying like boy I, this is like the loosest movie since borat <laughs> and was right. like what <laughs> he said it opens with like this just like raunchy scene that people are like what the, right what's going on was <laughs> said so, oh and this is why my friend wanted to watch it and i was like yo check my yo yo i sent to my other friend yo check your friend man like why does he want to watch this right, but i didn't right. know that was a, i didn't know they didn't explain that premise they just explained it as you're the movie just too like dirty and they don't want to watch right so that that's why i said like maybe people who listen to this podcast shouldn't watch the movie which is fine like going into the movie i didn't know what it was about but i was saying like a couple minutes into the movie like i realized that it was it was filmed in front of real people and the reactions were real and there is something you couldn't you couldn't really it's hard or let me put it this way i feel it would be so hard to actually act as natural or as real as you know people did because people's reactions when they don't know that something is is not real is it's priceless you know to rehearse to rehearse acting you know you can come close but i don't think it will ever be you know it will ever be as close to the real real thing i know you know people who do um method acting they as about this as about to say that like highs and i don't know if it, if it has ever happened to you before whenever you're doing like a role play or you're reenacting something that happened from your life and then there's this i don't know what to to, to describe it but something just washes over you and you just get in that groove and you put yourself in character and you act some sort of real way but i don't think it's 
I don't think it can ever come exactly as close as reality, you know, like <laughs> reenacting stuff is fine, but when it happens, it happens, you know. It, <laughs> you know, know, I agree, I, I, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. Like just being being able to be yourself and be free in that moment. Right. Right. And not knowing that, like, hey, I'm being recorded. Or I'm just like, whatever does that feeling that does come, that the feeling that you have in that moment, not mm-hmm. knowing all of these things, and you're just expressing yourself. I just think that is just like your flow, your creative flow. That's you, mm-hmm. 100% unfiltered. That's you coming out there. Right. And, and I mean, I want to say that feeling is supposed to be like a magical feeling. Right. right. Yeah, I, I, I know like I've, I've heard people talk about, you know, like I, I like film and I love, you know, cinematography, um, cinematography. I don't know, something kind of came up blurred at the end. <laughs> <laughs> but I like watching behind the scenes and, you know, scenes where it was not scripted. They just started to improvise and went with the flow. And sometimes that cut was actually better than um, than when the, than the line that was written, you know, or they were acting a scene and all of a sudden, you know, it's like a fighting scene and without knowing the person popped them in the face, like with a punch and the actual reaction was like, <laughs> you know, Cut them off yeah, you, know, you can't really, you can't really <laughs> fake that. <laughs> yeah, you know. So um, that reaction, that reaction to that, <laughs> that yeah. punch coming in, it's just like, right. We told yeah. you not to jump. Why did you jump? Right, right. You know, like, I have to jump. You know, I feel. You know, that's a long-winded way of saying. You know, I come into this. You know, I, I come to this. I approach this as. It is what it is. We show up, we have a conversation, we talk, you know, and, you know, we keep it fun, we keep it light, you know, uh, <laughs> and, and that's that. There is something else um, that I was remembering. Oh, yeah. Last week you were talking about something. And I was like, oh, yo, save that for the podcast. And I feel, what was it about? I think you were talking about some, um, let me see if I wrote it down. Like you have to remind a, me a quote. Um, yeah, fill fill the dead ear while I look for it. Oh, I know. I think I know it one. The Thomas Edison with the the it wasn't Thomas Edison. The, Joe, the Jeff Bezos. Um, speaking about the light bulb, he had like this little replica oh, yes. of the light bulb, yeah. and um, he was saying that. An idea is just 10% mm-hmm. and 90% is the execution. And I said, like, for, for Bezos to say that back at that time, that's before, like, Amazon is this behemoth that we know Amazon as today. Mm-hmm. And for him, and I know, like, when he said that, like, he was living, living that, that he was at that 10% point, starting at 90% and saying to himself, like, like yeah, this is a point where I want to now transform this idea mm-hmm. and make it like with hard work and execution and throughout like and executing daily and mm-hmm. make it into this billion dollar company that he has today. 
I mean, mm-hmm. granted that like right now, the reason why Amazon is Amazon has actually boomed a lot through the pandemic because no one really can go to and get to stores as um as quickly as as readily as they would want because hey, a they might be locked down or mm-hmm. or they're just not capable to and Amazon opened up that avenue for you to get that product right so, so if you see something like you need a Lysol wipe or you need like any PP equipment like Amazon was booming when it was flooded with that and people were just like buying it up right mm-hmm. or um any um essential needs items it was just buying it up and because mm-hmm. they were so quickly able to provide like that demand like this mm-hmm. is why they're just like going crazy and his overhead and I don't think like I, you hear a lot of complaints about like the overhead within like like the cost like how the wages are the wage structures and a lot of people are complaining that like they ain't mm-hmm. getting paid a lot but like here's you have a man that is like I want to say an overnight billionaire like mm-hmm. literal overnight billionaire like mm-hmm. one day just probably turned on his his terminal and said like what are the sales today and he went from like millions to billions and he's just like yo mm-hmm. this is wicked mm-hmm. so definitely and- a man of execution right there right and hope no one was executed but i mean <laughs> i hope it was all through execution yeah yeah there is something you know that it, it goes it ties back to something that we like mentioned last time which was the whole overnight thing and i remember seeing like a photo of jeff bezos when amazon was about selling books online remember you know remember amazon exactly we're just back to selling, those days selling books online right and then i was thinking about the fact that when i was even like a couple of years ago maybe tw- early you know in early 2010s like maybe 2010 2011 maybe 12 maximum ebay was the go-to online you know marketplace to buy stuff and Amazon was kind of emerging because in that, you know, eBay was mostly connecting sellers to buyers directly. And the idea of Amazon, it was like, it felt more expensive. It felt like, you know, there weren't too many items on it. It, it didn't feel like the place to buy stuff. And then fast forward to 2016, 2017, 2018, and now it's almost as if eBay doesn't exist anymore and Amazon is for example when they revolutionized the whole you know the whole shipping part I think shipping was probably the most groundbreaking part for Amazon where you could have overnight delivery and distribution and you know two-day or express or Amazon Prime just everything on demand I feel like that means that was them, a turning point in that execution. was a turning point because it wasn't so much about getting the products or if you could get the products elsewhere or about the price was i want this tomorrow and it's going to show up tomorrow exactly that was you know that was and for those who are, who are listening like i'm <laughs> i'm doing like the mind blown you know <laughs> mind mind blown you know sign but you know that 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 I think that was like something that really revolutionized the whole shopping experience. And that 
that wasn't too far back. That was like, that's recent. Exactly. That hasn't been more than 20 years, maybe not even more than 10 years, you know? So it just goes to show that, you know, there are some things that have been, been, that seems as if it's like this big moment that just happened from one day to the next, but there were moments of, you know, just, all right, I have this idea, but how am I going to make my idea resonate so much so that I do that other 90% that makes it stand out? You know, the idea that you're selling the same products basically as other people, but you add this one thing that makes it all that, you know, and then moving into, moving into, uh, content delivery service as well you know that also adds other revenue streams because i remember amazon has had like a bunch of hit and misses or failures for example with you know the amazon kindle fire they were going to i was, the smart- I was gonna talk about that yeah that is <laughs> going into the smartphone going into the smartphone market was like a big flop <laughs> and they quickly big. and silently just you know retreated you know, I remember my sister had, um, my elder sister, she, she even had one of the phones and it was dope. You know, one, you know, the phone had, you know, really cutting edge technology in the sense that, you know, the, the background was almost like this 3d, 4d kind of virtual, I don't know, hologram esque, <laughs> I forget what it's called, but, um, you know, it was, it was this dope dope thing but it was kind of gimmicky you know so it's like um they had their misses too so it's not like they just had this overnight or this boom you know this 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 successful boom that oh we are selling books today we're we're like a secondary thing to ebay and now we're the go-to online shopping spot you know (laughs) it's kind of crazy yeah, because I was just on there. I actually just put in an order on Amazon like <laughs> to get some stuff for Brian. And because one of my friends, uh, my good friends, they are prime. Right. And like it was just like, okay, put in an order and it will be here by Wednesday. And I'm just like, man. <laughs> right. That's amazing. Like, right. And there like, I've like to me, it's, it's like nothing now, like to just go on Amazon and put in an order and be like, oh, yeah, I'll get it like tomorrow or the day after. Right. And I'm okay with that. It's almost like the standard. It's almost these days, if things show up in more than a week, it, it better have a good explanation as to why. Why? <laughs> you know? And there is, um, even here, here in Argentina, there is, um, there's an e-commerce platform. Um, there's this marketplace. It's called Mercado Libre, which translated to English means um, free market. And they are like the go-to space for sellers and buyers. And they kind of revolutionized uh, the, the commerce space over here so that you know small sellers can you know quickly before they were like ebay but now they're almost like amazon in the sense that they have their own products as well and they have different collateral services they now have payment services they have their own bank 
they have you know grown from something that was small and kind of sketchy in in the days in the early days to something that is industry standard for them you know for here and let's say if i buy something today i can get it tomorrow you know and if i buy something you know the the most it will probably take it's you know like three days or so if it's not a weekend or even you know over a weekend maybe you know i buy something on friday and i get on monday but even that you know the idea that you can get something so fast a couple of years ago was kind of insane and now it's oh that's kind of the standard so when i sell on that platform even though the person may not um have the premium shipping part i it's kind of on me to to be like in my head oh when i buy things i want to get it quick so the day or the day after of buying you know of selling the item i really try to get it packaged and off to the customer as quickly as possible you know just because that's kind of where we're at now (laughs) yeah yeah i hear you because i echo that and i also see a lot of other like um stores trying to emulate what amazon is doing um in in the sense that they're opening up their and ebay are doing um like opening up their platforms to now have sellers come in and sell on their platform so mm-hmm. i was just looking at um at graphics cards and um i saw that um my, my go-to like tech store they had um which is a best buy here in canada mm-hmm. they have no, they have a filter on it where it says um, fulfilled by Best Buy, where you can turn that on so that you can um, not have to deal with like the res- like, the people who are the sellers that are there. Mm. Because the sellers that are there are in turn, depending on the item, mm-hmm. those sellers could be resellers in terms of they are selling at a higher price. Mm. But oh God, the main company is allowing that, them to be on the platform just to, to show that they are doing they're they're maintaining some form of um e-commerce right uh, e-commerce platform no they're mm-hmm, no longer mm-hmm. just or oh, a store that sells technology no they're mm. an e-commerce platform that sells technological services technology and technological services mm-hmm. and that's best buy and that's best buy so hold on so the best buy that you know yellow yellow logo yellow and black yeah, logo would've... best buy Yes. Is that like a Canadian thing or is it is it like so no it's also it's in the across, US? It's also so in it, the US. That's that no, in not not Best Buy. Like I know Best Buy is in the US okay. too, but like I was just saying, like, is that feature just yeah, to Canada? It's in it's in, no, it's in the US as well. In the US as well? Oh cool. Like I'm hopping on just to see because that that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool that they um that they're doing that. that. They're bringing on other sellers, that is right i wonder what that does for like the value of, like i imagine i would hope and imagine that they're like vetting people are selling <laughs> if there's a yeah. platform exactly i hope so too i hope it's not just like an ebay where you can go on and create a fake account and then yeah. use that fake account to like and purchase from another account and 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 just create this big like pyramid scheme of where this one account is associated with all these other fake accounts, but right. the main account has like 50,000 and like five gold stars. And you're just like, what? <laughs> how, how did you get that top seller? And then you, if you break it down, you can see that, okay, 
all these stores are connected or all these sellers are connected to this mm-hmm. one under this one guy that mm-hmm. is getting all the sales which is what um like um detracted me from ebay like one is is, is very hard to get onto the platform i mean it's very easy to set up but mm-hmm. once you get onto the platform it's hard for you to actually make a sale on the platform without mm-hmm. like because it's hard for people like without you having a rating it's hard mm-hmm. for people to trust you mm-hmm. and want to purchase your item even though you could have you could be like in the top 100 mm-hmm. are the 100 person that's selling the item but it's, mm-hmm. it's very i find it very hard maybe other mm-hmm. people have different experiences but when i try to go on and sell something that like i see people around me selling mm-hmm. on ebay they because they had a rating they were mm-hmm. able to move their exact merchandise that i have they were mm-hmm. able to move it for double what i was asking mm-hmm. and i guess it's because they have a rating so eBay now uses that to market them rather than, well, you have no rating. So we can't really market you as heavy as these people because these are our preferred mm-hmm. um, salespeople because they mm-hmm. have a following. So I'm like, but how do you break into something like that? Right, right. Like, without think- using, like as I mentioned, the, the scammy route where you're like, creating another page to 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 let to like boost this page which it mm-hmm. in turn uses another id to boost that said page which is a kind mm-hmm. of like saying <laughs> that's a lot to, to to just make a name for yourself right <laughs> yeah and i i definitely get that and over here for example the platform mercado libre it's it's kind of similar in the sense of the ratings but as a person who hasn't made enough sales to have a rating, I I make sales on the platform. But they actually allow you to also pay or pay a commission out of your sale to um you know in order to for them to, to put you in term in terms of like promoted a promoted slot so more people see it. But one of the fun things to, to do with the platform, which I, I kind of figure that a bunch of people do as well, is that you can have a promoted, promoted item and list the same item. Well, the promoted item is a little bit more expensive, obviously, to cover the cost of the promotion mm-hmm. and list the same item, but at a cheaper price without the promotional cost where you get all the... Um, you get all the the funds. So I remember like, oh. <laughs> a week or so ago, like I had a guitar that you know I wasn't using, so I decided I was going to sell it because you know other than that I would have just given it away. But I was like, oh, let me try to sell it at first and see. So I posted it, and I did like a boosted post or whatever you want to call call it, <laughs> and that was for like ten thousand pesos. And, um, and then I did another post where it was for 9,000 pesos, but that post obviously was not a boosted post, but when people go on your profile, they can see the other items that you're selling. Yeah. (laughs) So in one post, I added like an amplifier at the end, just to say, you know, to make a little differentiator. (laughs) And in the other post, I took out the amplifier and eventually the post that was not boosted that i didn't have to pay any royalties or any commission for 
was the one that sold. <laughs> oh, so your thing so I, is you you pay after sale. So over here, you pay after sale. You pay when the sale oh, is okay. done. They take out their cut. So okay. they take out their cut if it's like uh, if you pay to get it ranked. So there are two. There are three levels. There is the the non-paid. So they don't run ads or they don't promote your thing in the listings, mm -hmm. or they don't put you up in in, in the listings. Um, one is they put you up in the listings, but probably not as high or um, maybe uh there's another thing like you don't do free shipping or stuff if you could do free shipping they allow you know you get more traction so my my little workaround was to to get them to promote one post while you have your profile doing another do, yeah, yeah. Do another post without it and then you know telling people that oh i actually have another one if you look up you know post from the seller and you know so <laughs> There, there are ways are <laughs> that's good i wish they had that here on kijiji but with like my selling platform which is kijiji you have to pay no matter what you have to pay first to oh. get the ad bumped or to be mm. a top ad you have to oh. pay first right right there's a platform over here called olx uh, i think it's an international platform too i'm not sure if it's in canada as well mm. OLX. Yeah, OLX. For some reason, it says my connection is unstable. The video just got choppy a while ago. Let me. All right. They, there might be a drop. I'm going to switch over to the five gigahertz speed one because I'm closer to the okay. router. Let me try. All right, I think I think that's that. I think we are back. And we're back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So you're saying that Kijiji, you have to pay before you actually get boosted. Yeah, you have to pay. You have to pay like three dollars to bump. Don't quote me on these numbers. Three dollars, three ninety nine to bump it. $7.99 for it to be top ad and top ad lasts for seven days. Mm. And then there's other there's other fake ranks that you can go like and it just gets more expensive. But for yeah. me, as I said, it's not worth it because like I'm still gonna get low balled anyway. Right? So <laughs> right, if, right. <laughs> if I if I try to pit like, a really high price, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm gonna get low bar, so that that coverage of that fee that, I, yeah. that we're talking about is going to eat into my profit. Yeah, yeah. So it's you not like for I a premium be... low bar. <laughs> exactly, I pay for a premium low bar, like to be at the top, so everybody can send me like a thousand messages and low bar right away. Uh... <laughs> so it kind of it kind of wouldn't work in my favor, but I like I like I said, like I like your platform in right. Richard. 
it does it after the fact. I hope they're not listening to us and we catch on and say, you know, uh, I mean, I mean, if before back in the day, the, in this on this platform, the seller can't get your contact details. You can't post socials. You can't post like websites and stuff like that, um, because they'll flag it and they'll remove those those stuff or remove your post. Or you can't ask the seller for their contact details because the platform doesn't want you to make the sale, to make the contact on the platform. I make the sale outside of the platform. Outside the platform. So there, you know, so I remember, you know, people would find creative ways to put their, slip their, their numbers in there. Six enter. Right. <laughs> Your number enter. There's every right. Enter, or, enter, you know, enter, or enter. write, write, you know, write stuff. And, you know. Yeah, if it, you say your number is 416, you're at 416. They type of the whole thing. Right, right. Or, or put it diff- in different ways. But with the advent of algorithms and stuff like that, you know, algorithms can snoop out things out a bit more. <laughs> They're getting so, very good. The right. right. So, good. so um, there is a, there is a person who had asked me, you know, what the the cost was for um, for the guitar, and <laughs> I was, you know, or or to tell them, no, not the cost. Man. Tell them, you know, Probably how to pick it up or an address or something like that. And I was telling them like. The minute that I write this, they're going to pull it. So I, I put it off and put some socials in there. And it, it just got removed just to show them, like, <laughs> it's pointless. Yeah. yeah. Big brother is watching, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, what, something that I was going to ask you about, because you were talking about, um, <clears throat> like, getting graphics card. Like, are you, like, modding out, like, a, a PC or something like that? No, the reason why I got this graphics card, well, I mean, the reason why I was looking is because I want to get more because I actually got a graphics card last week and I just mm-hmm. sold it today and yeah. the return on it was very great. So I just kind of want it. I'm getting, now getting greedy and I want more. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just doing my research on graphics cards. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, <clears throat> like what kind of graphics card were you getting? Like an... Um, so I, I, I just Nvidia got that, or... I just sold that NVIDIA 3060 Ti, mm-hmm. the Right, right. Right. Because, like, I have, like, my my um, my bro over here, um, he's, like, really into that stuff, you know, like, into gaming and graphics cards and stuff like that. Like, I used to be into that, but... <sighs> no, so funny enough, really... the person that bought it from me, Mm-hmm. He was he bought it to set up a rig because he's mining Bitcoin. Yeah, I was gonna say my 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 bro is like he's he's mining ether. Mm. So you know, like um I mean not not like a big not a big um operation, but you know, enough to to have you know some extras in a month, you know, good enough. Um, yeah so but like so do you understand like how it works like i understand okay you have a graphics card rig about like six seven graphics card on a ring mm-hmm. but like what are you actually doing right so is mining program right so there is like i'm i'm not the expert or the pro but the the, mm-hmm. the fundamentals of what mining is is basically you are lending your resources to the um to block to the blockchain so the blockchain is just a bunch of devices. This is layman's term. It's like a bunch of devices, a bunch of um, things rigged together 
in a network all over the, the world that is just transferring and keeping data encrypted and keeping data moving, keeping, you know, data accessible all over. So let me like, let me find the, the Wikipedia version of what the blockchain is. But the rudimentary part of mining is that you're lending, basically lending your service to the blockchain to be used to run all those operations that need to be used. And by lending your service, you get a percentage of it or they they give you something in return and so, this is pay you through the 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 currency of the right service, exactly so pay exactly you right. if it's ethereum you're mining they give you some right you get ether and, uh, and if it's bitcoin you get bitcoin okay. right so the wiki version is like a blockchain is a growing list of because like my background in in cryptocurrency and you know blockchain and stuff was you, I don't know if you like if you what kind of experience you have with like SQL and stuff like that. It's just databases. It's just information, yeah. right? Records. So blockchain is a growing list of records called blocks that are linked using crypto cryptography. So it's like encoding and blah blah blah. And then, so like in order for for those things to be um, those processes to be run, and every time something is is encrypted and decrypted and and transferred it needs processing power for that to happen and because it's decentralized it's not in one central spot yeah you can lend your services or lend your cpu power to help keep that moving so that's that's the the draw of cryptocurrencies if somebody ever listens to this and ever become you know or is in a is an expert on cryptocurrency like yo hit us up <laughs> you know and Maybe like have questions for you. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll even like ask my bro to like to drop in on like on one and just like talk about you know mining and cryptocurrencies and like NFTs and stuff like that. Because I'm not sure if you if you know about the new wave of like NFTs and like art. I heard it. Yeah, I heard. I heard. I heard about that. Um, who was saying? Someone was just saying that to me, like very recently like one of my friends was saying that to me very recently yeah about that's what they want to do and so that there's like big money right you know? right and like, i know there's this one that just came out sorry to cut you yeah yeah uh dogecoin yeah 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 that, that elon musk out. is like a big big yeah you know, supporter of dogecoin yeah. um but yeah um so yeah, like there's this whole new wave of, you know, crypto art and, you know, NFTs, non-fungible tokens, which is, again, it's a whole topic in and of itself. But but yeah, um, yeah, you were talking about mining and I was like, yeah, my friend, you know, mines Ether and the person who bought it from you um, was is mining like Bitcoin. But yeah, like, <clears throat> oh, I, I thought- It, it I, actually yeah. burned me because he's like, Man, I need like two or three more of these. And I was just yeah. like, man. And there, here I am. No, that's why I was even looking because like, he's, he asked me like, when do you need it? And he's like, as soon as you can get it. And I'm just like, man, but none of the, like, it's sold out. These graphics cards are sold yeah. out everywhere. Yeah. No matter what, as long as it's the latest graphics card, 3080, 3060, 3070, 3090, sold yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. No matter what brand, sold out. Yeah. And I know that like in the gaming community, 
um, people were were very upset because like you know those are a lot of like the premium graphics cards you know that you know enthusiasts they they love you know they love their exactly. things and you know they have they have you know different feelings about what the thing's supposed to be used for so for example if you are let's say if you are a guitar enthusiast you know and you love guitars and you love that stuff and then i am buying guitars not because i like to play guitars but just because i want to flip it to sell it to use the parts for something else like you know, people can get orange like, yo, you're destroying the purity of the guitar. You're destroying the purity of the music. You know, <laughs> you know, like people have different ideas about about that. You know, people have ideas about art. You know, there are some artists that feel they're purists and they don't believe that art should be sold. You know, so you have those as well. Like in every industry, you have those. But in the graphic design or in the gaming community, like a lot of people were upset that you know they couldn't find graphics cards to buy you know because they just want to you know play games but there are these people just buying graphic cards to mine and i'm like okay <laughs> you know i'm like shrugging, it's, it's like, funny you know? <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that because even when the um playstation 5s and yes. boxes yeah came out and i mean it's, it's not for the people who wanted to to buy it to um to, to um to say like they like the actual gamers mm -hmm. we're now fighting with the resellers and right. here you have with the graphics cards you have right miners fighting with um actual people who are going to use it and i heard like even the, the mining wave now has transcended that people are starting to go out and use the playstation 5 mm -hmm. because the graphics card in there is so powerful mm -hmm. like it's a powerful unit so they're like miners are now saying like hey or if we can't get a, 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 a graphics card, next best thing is use a gaming console <laughs> and use that to mine, right? So, yeah. like, the actual, like, gamers now, like, they are just enraged. And I'm yeah. sorry for your gamers. I mean, I tr truly am sorry, but, like, we're in an age where, like, <laughs> people are chasing the paper. And this goes back down to opinion of ours, like, well, opinion of mine. Right. People are here to chase the, the money, the clout, mm -hmm. and we'll do whatever it takes. So sorry that your niche market is being attacked right now. Right. <laughs> but the funny thing is, the funny thing is like, maybe I'm mis mistaken or not, but graphics cards initially were not, you know, made for gaming. You know, as far as like I I can remember him and put like minds together. You know, like back in the day, all graphics processing was used for the the cinema industry and stuff like that and rendering stuff. And then of course, like gaming became like a big deal. So like technology technology um, evolves and changes. You know, different waves here and there. But at the end of the day whoever can pay the higher dollar for it or the person who has the greater draw will obviously get rewarded <laughs> so exactly. exactly exactly like i remember i remember like you know it's funny that you brought up the whole playstation um part because i remember when um like was it late last year like november or so 
I was talking to my bro and he was, um, you know, over here and he was talking about the same thing that, you know, a lot of people were outraged because the, the actual people who wanted to use the, P, the, the PlayStation, the PS5, they weren't getting it. You know, it was just like a lot of sharks were just like buying it up and, you know, that, you know, that was driving the prices up and, you know, that was negatively affecting um, Sony because, you know, Sony makes more money off games than off the consoles. So, you know, the longer it took to get into into the hands of the gamers, you know, the more Sony would potentially be losing. And, you know, my, my position was the market eventually corrects itself. You know, eventually, if the price is too high, people will stop buying. The resellers will drop their prices. It will eventually get to, you know, the hands of people because the reseller doesn't really want to have the things in his hands. He wants to buy enough so that when there's a high demand, he can sell at a high premium. But eventually or essentially, he doesn't want to have these units just as much as the manufacturer doesn't want to have the units, you know? So eventually it will get in the hands of the people who really want it, you know? So that was so, my take, you know? So here's, here's what like a lot of these um, suppliers are doing. Um, what they're doing now in, in order to get it in the hands of the, the right consumers is that they're bundling it, mm-hmm. right? So they will sell it with a game and a controller. Mm-hmm. that to a reseller is no a question mark like as a reseller you just want the console because mm-hmm. at the end of the day the console is the bread and butter mm-hmm. like all the other attachments like are going for retail anyway they're not hard to come by it's just mm-hmm. the console itself that is hard to come by right so in that case and even in my example like <laughs> i ended up having to buy a bundle right and um, I was only be I was only able to sell the console, and right, right. now I have the controller sitting here with me, <laughs> right. So I know I mean I made profit on the console, right, and right. Enough that I can sell the the controller for less than what it actually costs, right, on the street, still, so, and still come out clean, and still come out clean, right, right. So I, I think that that is like what like what people as you mentioned like the market will eventually bounce so, but right and right and right now it is kind of like it even though the systems are still sold out right it it wasn't as bad as day one i, I remember saying like as in the summer i was walking with my friends because we knew it was coming out and i said to them like guys based on like like the groups that i'm in mm-hmm. it's gonna be very hard to get a ps5 or right. xbox they laughed at me they said like ha 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 i'm gonna pre-order mine so-and-so date right and you know what happened is sony made an announcement right that well they had the um it wasn't an announcement they had the uh i guess the what do you call this the the the, the, the sessions. launch yeah the launch session it wasn't mm-hmm. really a, i wouldn't even say it was a launch session it was just basically giving people information but yes let's call it um the launch session mm-hmm. and at the very end like they said available in stores this evening mm-hmm. and then um or no it, it said like it said it would be available like the next day mm-hmm. but every country have a different time zone right, and right. for some reason like the best buy here and every other um tech shop just released it like on a whim because right 
And like, orange. I got wind of this. Orange. And I said to Brian, like, orange. I'm buying five. <laughs> you buy one. Like, come right. on. We're buying these things up because no one knew of it. Because it literally sat on the website for like two hours. Right. Right. And you see, after that, like, that day, the morning after, mm-hmm. everyone was enraged. Like, right. I think that's the day when Sony took the most flat because all gamers were enraged. Right. <laughs> right. And here I'm just laughing. I'm like, yeah, these people didn't know, but I knew. Right. Sorry if you guys hate me, but I knew. And I just <laughs> put in my orders because I had friends that had wanted it. And I even said to my one friend that was like saying to me, like, I'm, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I'm saying to him, like, get in line, buy it now, because you're not going to get a chance to buy this mm-hmm. again. And like to this day, he's thanking me that, like, yo, thank you. Thank you for telling me. Thank you for telling me. <laughs> because you wouldn't have one to this day because as soon as this thing hits the shelf cause no matter which store it is it's gone within seconds right it's gone within seconds and i I, the thing about it i don't understand like i was just reading an article today and like one guy um saying that he's not gonna rush to get it because right now there's any there isn't any top titles to play like it's not like the PlayStation 5 came out and like there's like seven big launch titles. Mm-hmm. No, there's hardly any games for it. Mm-hmm. So like, what is the real drive for consumers to have it rather than just to say, oh, I have the latest? Mm-hmm. There's no real drive for people. There was a big expected game that was supposed to come out, Cyberpunk 2020, uh, 2077. Mm-hmm. And the game came out and it was utter garbage. Right utter garbage like they spent eight years developing this game eight years eight years cause developing this game is that the one that was related to um what's his name again keanu yes i believe so yes yes. Uh oh cool and um i want to say so for our viewers i want to 100 agree with you and say that that it was based on him but it was just like a free no no i remember no i remember like i'm trying to remember if that was a game where in the launch event um keanu was like was like part of like the launch or he was on stage i'm trying to remember i'm not too sure but i want to say because the persona of the character fits keanu fits a keanu let me see if i if i even though i'm thinking of like a hitman I feel like, yeah, it's it's the same one, man. Cyberpunk, Keanu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Like, I'd, I'd seen it. I'd seen the, um, in, on E3 2019, I remember Keanu came on stage. Yeah, so that game, it was in the PlayStation store for about a couple weeks, and they had mm-hmm. to pull the game from the PlayStation. Because it was garbage. It was, it was garbage, because people were saying that they got, like, Minecraft graphics. <laughs> what like the character when he came too close to the screen he turned into a black man (laughs) or if you went somewhere like if you like went off camp if you pan too fast or something he went into like a black man yeah and i'm just like okay i mean maybe they were trying to like do the whole black lives matter thing you know (laughs) (laughs) they're making like a social a social statement (laughs) no like because it was it was it was terrible and like right now they're trying to find out who went wrong and but it was mm-hmm. definitely a miscommunication between the design team and the marketing team mm-hmm. that they 
they said that it could deliver it within eight years. I guess eight years wasn't enough. And mm-hmm. because of that, the marketing team said, we promised eight years, we'll have to get it out there mm-hmm. in the eight years. And this was like... I wonder... No, no, finish what you're saying. That's, it was like the most touted game for like... It's supposed, it should have been like game of the year from 2019, probably even game of the year 2020, like game. It should have been running game of the year like constant constantly like mm-hmm. year over year because whole people were talking about this game right like people who never played games wanted to play this game right and so, i i was saying like i wonder you know i wonder how long like what what's usually the the average time you think for game from game conception to like development i it just i don't know why like i, I don't know if i ever like looked into it I never looked into it, but I know like Grand Theft Auto was around that same region. Like Grand Theft like Auto, eight like years. Around, oh. it could be less. Accordingly, it says like most modern modern PC or console games take from three to five years to complete, whereas mobile game can be developed in a few months. Oh, cool! Oh, three to five years. So I guess eight years was a little longer. Maybe they had yeah, like so some the- extra stuff. So no, because it was supposed to be completely open world, like you yeah. could go anywhere in this game, and it was just they were gonna keep building onto it, building onto it, right? And it was supposed to be running like the next gen graphics, so like PS Five, Xbox level. Like mm-hmm. they're saying, like, you, it's it touted to be that game, man. Right. right. <laughs> just never worked out to be that game and right now there's still like a whole bunch of un- unanswered questions right <laughs> i remember as as i don't know for some reason like when you were talking about cyberpunk and then i was looking about you know game development i don't know why it popped into my head but um <laughs> flappy bird like popped into my head <laughs> i don't know if you ever played it yeah definitely i have played it i played it goodness i don't know why it popped into my brain and i was just thinking that was man like, that's a game i hate i'm so bad at it man like i, I was, don't think i passed 20 it was one of the most annoying games to play and then i was wondering like was it a glitch why it was so bad or was it intentionally hard you because i've actually seen people play it and get like in the hundreds you know I'm like what's what's i wonder what's the highest score don't tell me like in the millions because if any holder someone playing this game into the millions that person uh i'm looking at like it's like serious hardcore (laughs) like understand some next level algorithm or seeing some lines that we're not seeing yeah it says flappy bird received mixed or average reviews from critics holding a metacritic score of 52 over 100 (laughs) More than 50% is fine. Based on seven reviews, the app was criticized by the Huffington Post, Huffington Post, which described it as insanely irritating, difficult, and frustrating game, <laughs> which combines a super steep, difficult curve with bad, boring graphics and jerky movement. <laughs> IGN gave the, the game a mediocre score of 5.4 out of 10, quipping that the game is as addictive as it was shallow. <laughs> <laughs> honestly honestly despite I, I, its playability and its no skill requirement ig noted that the gameplay made it an addictive short-term distraction for the casual skill and score obsessed players the game difficulty had 
been a source of ire for many users. <laughs> uh, well, I wonder what the highest score was. Let's see if I can find it. Yeah, that should be published. Bobby Bird tips how to get a high score without cheats. Uh, but I, I, I remember back then, like the, instead of like trying, I think my highest score was like a three or a four. <laughs> and that was good. <laughs> but oh, like, no. I watched people like playing on like YouTube for like long and like 246 points. It said 246. Yeah. I wonder how fast you're going at that at that rate. Yeah, but I've seen like I'm I'm seeing videos that say nine ninety nine impossible, but I don't believe that. <laughs> no, so but, that, that sounds like a hack for sure. Yeah, but like I remember I remember when the graphics came out, it it reminded me like of you know Super Mario. So I was like, yes. oh, this is gonna be cool. And there, I think there were bird. I mean, there were games that were similar to Floppy Bird before, but not as irritating. <laughs> like I, I want to compare it to a vertical maze runner. Ah, uh, that that's an interesting comparison. Like you know, ver maze runner is on a horizontal plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like vertical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you mean killing, killing? But like, which version of it though? The very first version of the Maze Runner. The first one? Yeah. I haven't played any other Maze Runner than the first one. I'm trying to remember. Hmm. Maze Runner. Maze Runner. Was it like the one where like you're running forward and like you're jumping over stuff and it's just continuously going? Yeah. And then they had like a Usain Bolt version at one point? Yeah. That, and then like every other game that came out was the same same style of play yeah where just dodging objects and and it's just different characters different um background graphics but right. the concept the movement was the same i wonder i wonder what like what what do you think is like the longest running mobile game because i feel like some games like have this this moment when they're hot like how many people are actually playing games on their phones like these days? I remember like you remember when Candy Crush was was like the craze. Yeah, I, I want to say that is still that is still, still, still hot. Still playing, yeah. And then there was this other like trivia game that was hot for like a moment. Um, I forget no, what it's called. It was, it was the word one we had to spell like. No, not the word one. The one where trivia crack. I think it was called. Oh. Never. I think it was actually developed in Argentina for some reason. Oh. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. It was developed by a company called Etermax, whose offices are located in Argentina. Maybe there, maybe it wasn't big elsewhere, but it was it was mad big here because like you would go up against friends mm -hmm. to like you know guess trivia. So like, let's see how many you know. How many goals did Wayne Rooney score at Manu? And then you would have to guess it. And then, you know, like, who was the longest, you know, who is the highest score in Manu, um, you know, forward? Would they give you options or would you have to just? There were know? options, I think. Okay. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think there were options. 
I think there are options there that you'd have to choose. Um, and then like, you know, obviously your friend would kind of do the same thing. And then it was like a head to head. I forget exactly what the gameplay was, but it was pretty addictive at the time. I know like a big one for us here, like word game was word. This one called words with friends. Like that one got a lot of people. Wasn't that like Scrabble? Yeah, that's what I would like next to. Oh, 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 cool. Yo, words with friends. I, I think I remember that. It, I think it was Scrabble, and it was, like, big on Facebook as well. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, it was Scrabble. Yeah, I was, like, I was very competitive with that. Because, in fact, like, in, in like, legit Scrabble, like, um, like, real board game Scrabble, like, I'm mad competitive. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I do like, I do like a lot of trash talking. <laughs> oh, you, you take it serious. Take it serious. Not, no, I, I don't take it as serious. Like I, I, I troll people a lot. Like I like to troll people. I like to, 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 to joke on people. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. Cause well, that's, like, that's like me in Domino's. That's yo, the saying. same thing, the same thing in Domino's, man. Like, yo, when, like I haven't played Domino's in like, in like months. I remember over here, like we had, um, there were, when it was like a bunch of us guys, um, like Jamaicans, we would like hang out and would, would like play dominoes. And it was like some of the most fun conversations, like <laughs> we'd just be trolling all the time. Like it just, just mad conversations. And making no man, domino table talk is like for yeah. me, like the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the best talk yeah the best 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 talk i remember um one time play with my friends and um like it was like me and my partner were like under we we're about to get like six and um one of my friends out of no this song came on it was by um uh kanye west had re just released this album which one and uh I don't want to, to mess up the name here. Well, Life of Pablo? Name. No, it wasn't Life of Pablo. Oh. Let me... Be dark, but one track twist. on it was um, Kids See Ghost. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the one yeah, it's called with, Kids yeah, the, See Ghost. Yeah, yeah. The, one, the one with him and um, Kid Cudi. Yeah, man, yes, the, exactly, the, seven exactly. track, the seven track one. Exactly, exactly. Oh, cool, yo, that's dope. That's a dope and album. I, I just before they're about to lay the six. Yeah. The song came on and it, it just started sometimes. bouncing. They just started bouncing, <laughs> bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. <laughs> then my friend blocked the game and just threw out a double black. Kids, he goes and I was like, oh, jeez. It was just like so embarrassing. And from that point, that one song just is yeah. in my mind. Like that album, I hated so much because really? of yeah. yeah, because of that whole experience getting no, six yo. low under that and just having them. And this was when my friends came to visit, like, their first time coming to Canada to visit. Yeah. And this was like the best moment that they left with. Yeah. Like, this six gets talked about a lot. Like, every time we get together, this six yeah. is brought up. And I'm just like, yo, the, one of the funniest things like about like Domino is like <clears throat> how different, like different age groups and different people play it. And, but the trash talk is always the same. Yes. But, I remember one of the, the most interesting like domino games um, that I played was when um, my eldest brother was like getting married, like when 
when when Deji was getting married like in Texas and mm. his um in-laws um a lot of them are from like you know they're Lucians or they're from like St. Thomas um you know the the US Virgin Islands so they were playing you know they were playing dominoes and you know it was like a bunch of people like you know obviously they they have their their creole that they speak so it was almost like playing dominoes with like people who look like you but you know they don't really speak your language and you know they have their own cultural vibe going and whatever but it was still fun because like i was still trolling them i was still like trash talking them you know <laughs> i was still messing around and they play really fast and they play different at the same time so you know i was it was kind of me trying to adapt to the game and you know play as fast so a lot of what i had to be doing was just like blocking gains and you know <laughs> cuz <'Cause laughs> i didn't want to lose but yeah you know they're playing kind of faster than you know i was used to playing um and of course i couldn't understand you know like sometimes they would like read out the game mad faster than i would like like the game just start and all of a sudden it's just like you know dun, 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 dun. it's like yo yo you know like for for the person who who's never played dominoes or you know cutthroat dominoes because like i you know there there are other versions of dominoes like the way we play it in the caribbean is a little bit different than you know just matching or i think there's a there's one that's called like five card dominoes where the ends need to like add up in five or something like that i forget what it's called but there are different ways of playing domino yeah and i know there's french domino and all right right but the way we play like cutthroat is like you know it, it can be like super fast you know like super super fast but one of the exactly. like one of my most favorite like ways is just like you know just ought to know we are just you know either ending with a key or you know just like just blocking the game nobody has i have like all five remaining pieces and just like tuck, 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 and you know like <laughs> just clipping off the entire yeah, yeah. game it, no, <laughs> that's definitely yeah. definitely the fun part about that yeah or or like when you're under a sap you know when you're towards the end of a game and you know like or you know you're almost about to like you know get sap and for the people who don't who've never played domino sap is when you know you're after playing six games you haven't won any or somebody has won six games and you haven't won any and other people on the table has won have won games and you haven't won any you're under a you know under a sap so if the person win like a six the sixth game you haven't won any then that's a sap and that's kind of like the most embarrassing thing to get sap <laughs> exactly yeah you know? so i remember man like playing with like my my um my second dad like you know my um shazi's dad is like big on dominoes like they usually play like every every weekend every saturday that they would play every saturday night so you know they've been like versed in it and you know sapping them or like you know <laughs> playing you know like beating them in the games like <laughs> for 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 me at first it was like a big deal cuz you know like they they play way more like way more than i ever will <laughs> you know they've been playing for years you know so it's like it's it's always like funny to see like that whole competitive banter when it comes down to like you know electronic games and stuff like that like i haven't played long enough to like even be that competitive but <laughs> yeah
Like, no, I have friends that are very competitive in FIFA. I kind of fell off the FIFA train from like, I want to say like 2012 FIFA. Yeah. I fell off that FIFA train. Yeah. Like, I, I, I was at the point where I felt I was good enough. And then, mm-hmm. like, I played one of my friends for the first time and then I could never win again. And then I was mm. just like, yeah, I think your time has come, you know? Uh-huh. The game has passed. Your talent level has peaked. <laughs> and now it's time for the for the real players to play. Like, the push and run football is not going to and cross yeah. and pray style is not going yeah. to help you. So now you have to actually like move your move the men around on the field, set up um offensive um um strategies. Yeah, you have to set up your defense as well. So yeah, yeah. Gone are the days when it was a simple push and run and you just kick the ball and over the defender head and just hope yeah. and pray that, oh, you have a player that is there when it lands to just kick it, volley it in or head it yeah. in or something. It's kind of funny, like, <clears throat> like, obviously, I don't know how much you, like, how much you remember, like, of us growing up, but when I was growing up, like, we never had consoles and stuff like that. Like, I just got into PC gaming, maybe, you know, late prep school early high school i remember like the first games i remember playing were like simulated games um aladdin and donkey kong and super mario on like a windows 98 pc um you know and then i remember age of empires playing that as well on pc i'm not sure if you ever played age of empires i played age of empires yeah but like to me that's like one of my favorite games um, but I never really got into like the, the whole gaming thing um, as because like we never had consoles, you know, FIFA and stuff like that. So I always felt like people had like an edge over me because like they were playing for a long time. So I never bothered to like get into that, <laughs> you know, and like over here, um, a lot of like the, the, the guys were playing PES instead of like FIFA. They were playing PES more than um, than, than FIFA. So... <clears throat> Like they were always like playing playing Pez and, and stuff. So like I never I never got into that wave. They were always like, yo, yo, let's play a tournament. And they play like mad hours, like mad tournaments, mad hours, a bunch of trash talking. But I never really got into that. And then even like the physical soccer, like real soccer, um, or football. I call it football. I'm not sure like in Canada what's if it's football or it's soccer. a soccer, but I call it football because yeah. groups football. Right, right. So like legit football, like I remember when I just came to Argentina, like I would I would play like on weekends, you know, they had like a small um you know, a small court on the university grounds. But like, you know, Argentines are so competitive when it comes down to like football and like a bunch of, you know, yo, know, they get really, really, really competitive about that like sports over here the fanaticism is like insane yo it's mad insane especially like in like the what they call the classicos the classics you know where it's like my team from the city against another team in the city it's like the derbies what you know they would call english would call derby Mm -hmm. you know it gets intense like people die all the times yeah football for a time they had stopped like having um the the visiting fans come to the stadiums because like it was getting really bad over here really really bad for like a year or two they had stopped having like you know away teams come to play 
Um, I mean, come to come to to watch their team play because it was it was getting violent, really, really violent for a while. And this is just fans and fans, or like, just fans, yeah. just fans and fans. Like they take it to heart, man. They take it to heart, and you know, like you kind of get caught up sometimes in the fanaticism of it. But you know, going back to the whole playing, you know, personal like playing football, like. <clears throat> I cannot stop for a minute because I couldn't bother with like, you know, with the stuff. But I have a friend, um, you know, that, yo, he has been insisting for like, I want to say almost the entire 10 years that I've been here. It's like, yo, when are you going to come play with us? Like, when are you going to come play with us? And I'm like, yo, not going to play football. Not not in Argentina. Like when I, when I travel to Chile, like I'll play in Chile. But yeah, I'm not going to play in Argentina because like I don't want to like get caught up in the whole because like, it, it wasn't fun for me. But like I want to say like a month or so ago, like I'd promised him last year, like he had, he was like he was persistent, persistent. He would never stop asking. I was like, yo, all right, I'm going to play once. L- like last year, I said I want to play once. And that's it. But that never happened, you know, that the opportunity never happened. And this year he asked, and I was like, yo, since you persisted, I'd promise you last year, I'm going to play. And it was actually fun. Like, it was summer. Right now it's autumn. So it's cold now, or getting coldish. But it was summer, and I, like, that day was, like, mad hot. It was, like, really hot. <laughs> but it was fun. So Best was, like, time to play. <laughs> oh, yo, it was really hot and humid, like you know it's a stroke you know oh <laughs> and after not having played football for like eight eight or so years it was <laughs> you were beaten yeah Sunday yeah, yeah. took you just like say, yeah but I actually made me. like actually made like three or so gold so <laughs> oh, nice 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 like one of them was kind of was kind of you know mock-ups <laughs> you know but, so like, do you play how, how many people would play like I think it's yeah. like full court. I think it was like full court. It's like full. I don't think it was. It wasn't. You know that they have like football of five. Yeah. And seven. I think we were either seven or. I don't think we we're eleven, but close to that. But good enough amount of people. Mm. Um, Can the keepers use their hands? Or yeah, man. Or... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not. It's not the small. Not the small. Because what we play here is a lot of scrimmage, and we will go from anywhere. Right. Right. From like four people minimum to so seven, to sevens, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but it's not scrimmage goal. Scrimmage goal, obviously, you can't use your hands. It's like super, super, yeah. yeah. But it's it's cool though. Like football culture over here is 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 mad big. It's like really really big. It's, so, yeah. so you know, people play like right now, all over the city. There are a bunch of people playing all over playing. You know. Like, <laughs> but what's like, what's the, what's the level of skill that you have come across? Would you say like, boy, if, the, if these people were playing in Jamaica, they would like, like shift out these people. Like, I feel like, I feel like ball control in South America, because the people that I'm playing with, um, like there's one guy, like my good friend, like, um, he's Brazilian. So, you know, ball control for them and the, the beautiful style of playing, you know, um, you know, like they call it Jogo Bonito, or yes. I think that's what it's called. Like, yeah, like they, Bonito, yeah, they, they like that kind of style. Um, he plays pretty good. Um, my other friend uh, hasn't played in a long time. 
Like my bro, like he hasn't played in a long time, but like he has good enough ball control. I feel like for us, we have the speed and we have, you know, some strength, but in the Caribbean, like we don't really have good ball control or actually yeah, like, like on the, the first goal. touch is very lacking. Yeah. We're very aggressive with it to like, it's just like, I feel like if I, w- if I wanted the, the reggae boys to, to improve, I would actually like fly them out from very young, you know, to, to Argentina to just like play on a regular, like live in Argentina for like five years or so, you know, during high school and play football or even before like prep school and just play football every day, every evening with like just random people. You, your game will definitely step up. Cause like even random regular people like play pretty good, like, you know, some people play worse than others, you know, I feel like over the the short period I've gotten back into playing, like my, my control has gotten a bit better, but still pretty rough, still pretty janky because obviously um, I don't want to like, to give too much of a heavy touch, you know, and it comes with confidence, but I feel like all the times, you know, in the Caribbean, like the touch is too heavy. You know, I, like I watched the regular boys play and I'm like, yo, they play so clunky. <laughs> you know, they play. Yeah, I watched them play US the other day and I was just like, wow. <laughs> yeah. We look miles off. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> miles off the man. You know? There's no, like, there's very little finesse. You know, and it's funny, like, look at a person like, um, yeah, people may, may actually hate, hate on me for, like, saying that. But, like, look at, like, like a player like Mbappé like Mbappe or whatever you want to call it. If it's Mbappe or Mbappe, right? Mbappe, yeah. Right. He has speed and all, but like his control and his his movement is not as finessed as, you know, a Neymar or, you know, a Ronaldo. Even a Ronaldo, like his move is not, his movement is not as finessed as like, as a Messi, you know, or, you know. Like, there are some players that, you know, especially from the South American players that are in Europe, like, they have a whole different style of playing. Obviously, like, the European game is, you know, they have kind of changed the the way they play. It's all the movement, all the pass here, all the pass there. It's not so much dependent on one player as it used to be back in the day. You know, yeah, so just give um, what's it, Maradona the ball and him just <laughs> right, right. You know, back in the day, it was getting it to one player, and they uh, they have you know a bunch of skill. You know, they have a ton of skill, and then you move on. But you know, nowadays, like there are a bunch of relatively good players across the board. So you know, one player shining is not that big of a deal because you know. Yeah, we don't really need. They they kind of realize that you. It's better to have a team that's kind of almost everybody on par than very mediocre people and one superstar. <laughs> you know, like superstars are always gonna be superstars, but I feel like the quality of football is very comparative nowadays. You know, it's kind of hard to find a team that has, you know, that. That is like very, very overshadowed by another team, in my opinion. You know, I feel like, yeah, some people can afford more big names and, you know, more talented people. But I feel for the most part, football, especially in the European leagues, have kind of come to, you know, 
comparative levels. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I get, I, I get where you're coming from. There's still, there's still the super teams, but like yeah, as yeah. you say, like the shit teams are not so. Yeah. Not like not way off the mark of like the mid teams. Right, right. So you can't really compare them to the top teams. Like I would never compare like a bottom feeder to a Barcelona or a Real Madrid. Right. But I can definitely put them to like a mid-table side and say, all right. Right. They could knock with this mid-table side on this day. Right. Right, right. So, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> when was the last time that you played ball? I would say, what, two weeks ago with my friends. Oh, yeah? Oh, cool. Pretty relative. Pretty, pretty. Yeah, we're out in the cold. About the same time for me, too. Like, last week, Tuesday, I think. Well, week before last, Tuesday, I think. And it's something I love. Like, uh, it's something I can't can't see myself giving up. Mm -hmm. I mean... Synthetic or... Synthetic or, or like, turf? Uh, This is um, grass, regular grass. Really? Cool, cool. Yeah, Yeah, it was was like a... um, it was at a high school and we just used the field that was in the back of the high school. So oh, cool. but the ground was very hard because the um winter had frozen the ground and it was mm. really cold, so the ground was like really frozen. And then mm-hmm. as soon because we play early in the morning, like at like 8 a.m. in the morning. So that's like it's still cold. It oh, normally yeah, the sun that's, comes that's up at like midday, but we were trying to avoid oh, wait, like, wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up. Go go again. Well, the sun is really hot at midday. Like, oh, I oh, say it comes oh. up at midday. So <laughs> That's how it comes up like, yo, you sound like you're in Alaska now. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. Right. It's, um, it's at its highest point that we're like, it's beating down on you, like shining down on you at like 12. So it's kind of avoid that because a lot of us are out of shape. And, <laughs> um, we can't really deal with that heat right now. So... Yeah, it was a it was a good run. I mean, I couldn't play in my uh, regular like firm grown shoes. I had to just play in like sneakers because it was too firm. But at one point, it got like the ground started to melt, and then I was sliding all over the place because it was no like slushy type mud. Mm-hmm. And I had and I wished I had uh, brought my cleats with me. Right, right. And that would have added some grip. But I oh, because yeah, like, yeah, the the rubber um, rubber ones. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. I I still haven't bought like cleats myself. I'm just kind of loaning loaning cleats from one of my one of my friends. Oh no, me man. I'm like I I had a like I had bought a pair of cleats. Yeah, I got it like at a discount on Adidas. I was like sixty percent off. But what for me? What I do is I buy the top level cleats. I don't buy like the mid tier cleats because and I I mean. It all comes down to like people may laugh at me and say, like, why are you buying the most expensive? But I feel it becomes <laughs> down to protecting my I well, well yeah, I think you I think you're onto something right there. I it comes down to the to my feet. Like I love yeah. my feet and, and I'm <laughs> on my feet a lot. And yeah, yeah. What I find with these when I buy these shoes that are made out of like the hardest of materials, mm-hmm. like they don't stretch or they don't move well, so they cause my feet to blister. Right, and give right. me weird pains in my feet. So I'm like, no, I'm going to buy the next level up and buy like the kangaroo leather or the premium calf leather where it will What's stretch. Kangaroo? And... What's kangaroo? Did you say kangaroo leather? 
Yeah, kangaroo oh, liver. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's like the softest, like most supple liver. Like you have to actually mm-hmm. like I have like liver food that I use on it mm-hmm. because it's so what soft. What is leather food? Leather food is just like uh like some kind of wax mm-hmm. and oils in uh, oils and wax that are pumped together, and you just like rub it on, and that just basically the liver absorbs it, right? And just keeps it soft, right? And when when you're playing that ver- cause like no other like versus like one of those like like the lower tier, like right. say, a tier two opposed to tier zero, mm-hmm. like you feel your your touch is impacted, like. Like I'll be playing in one of those shoes and the ball just like in like a tier two and uh, try to control the ball just slides <laughs> like the distance. And yeah. then in my um my key leather that I had for a couple of years. A key leather, is it? Yeah, there's so kangaroo leather, they call oh, it key leather. leather Dude, see, see, I'm learning, I'm learning stuff, man. <laughs> so basically, when I get the when the touch on that now is more cushion. So when the ball mm-hmm. touches it now, like it's a softer control. Mm. And a smoother play from there. And, and it is like less blistering on my feet. I still get blisters, but mm-hmm. it's a lot less. And my feet are rejoicing after playing in a Kayla. So I will always, I won't buy the latest one. I'll try to buy last season's, but at a reduced price. Because when you buy these things, it's like in or like you'd be spending like three, four hundred US mm. on like the top, top tier. Oh when it's just comes out but i wait till like a season has passed like the one that i have currently is like three or four seasons Mm -hmm. and i literally got it for like 50 percent off Mm. right because i mean for me it's it's more about the materials rather than oh they tell me like yo this one have the new sprint frame like i don't care about the new sprint frame (laughs) this is only so much faster i can go i just really (laughs) care about the materials right right uh, and I'm I'm not into like what they're trying to do now is um I had tried out a pair of synthetic shoes which is like no they talk about like the um like it's called like Nike skin or like Adidas has like um Sprint skin or something like that mm-hmm. which is supposed to feel like a sock. Mm. Right. I but think I think I, the one I think the the cleats that like um that my friend uses or the ones his cleats that I use it it's kind of that it feels like you know like a kind of stretchy sock like material but nothing's there right right it feels that pretty should, comfortable yeah so that should give you a more natural touch because it's supposed to give you like a barefoot touch like if you're right no socks there like no shoe so that's what that's going for but like for me like I'm just, I need that extra padding on my foot just in case someone tries to like steps on your feet. Right. Because no, like imagine having a socks and someone in cleats steps on your socks. Like, yeah. That is very hurtful. So yeah. I kind of found that with the sin, that with a synthetic. And I find that also it doesn't, when it wears in, it wears in and it just starts like spreading out in weird ways. It, it mm-hmm. doesn't like, with the kangaroo, at least I can like, it stretches, but it doesn't stretch like how the synthetic stretches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? But the thing about synthetic, it has a shorter breaking time, which is what a lot of players go for, right? Since mm-hmm. they're changing shoes so often. Right, man, quick. You want, you want a faster breaking, right? So for me, like, 
it was never that about it was about the quality of materials because as i said i went to synthetic i had spent the money went to synthetic tried mm -hmm. it it was good for a while and i ended up pulling back all my k levels yeah and <laughs> right now like i have two or three in rotation because like i have one that i have like six years back mm -hmm. that i still baby in mm -hmm. and then i have one that i recently bought and um i wore it a couple of times but i still haven't broken it in so i'm still like trying to break that one in and then i have another one that i broke it in even though i bought it after the one that i'm trying to break in but um it, they just play differently man like they, they all play differently yeah yeah so <laughs> i mean i'm a shoe guy so i'm passionate about shoes yeah. so here i mean me i mean uh, I enjoy shoes. Like I'm not an anti-shoe guy either, but I feel like in, when it comes down to like um, clothing and stuff like that, I try to buy quality stuff and make them last me for a while. But for the most part, I kind of stick to just basic neutral stuff. Like I'm an Adidas guy. Like right now I need to buy shoes for, um, for like running shoes. Because mm -hmm. my, my last peer, I had them for a long time. And yeah, obviously, time to change them. But I've been looking for some like all black, like Adidas running shoes. Because I don't really like too much of the vibrant colorways. I really like just um, even like I'll, I'll wear my running shoes or, or stuff like that. Because they're super light to do other, other stuff. Over here, like here in Argentina, it's very informal the culture so like most times you go about you know your daily activities in sportswear so you're in like running shoes and you know sweatpants and you know you know t-shirts and stuff like that um or women are you know in gym clothing or leggings and stuff like that so it's a lot like people do dress up and stuff like that but you know it's it's very common and it's probably the most common thing to see people in like sporting kind of garment the entire <laughs> the entire day like all day all week you know so it's so like i like all blacks because obviously you know i don't really like to i don't really like to be seen too much when i pop in even though like obviously i'm going to be seen because <laughs> i'm 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 not um uh, you call it no I'm one of the few black people that you probably find in any spot that you go to. <laughs> but yeah. But for the most part, like my personality is not it's not very loud in in a lot of you know spaces. I, I like to be kind of incognito to kind of go, you know, because I like to move fast. I like to pop in and out and not be seen, you know, or for people to not know, you know or put a value on me because you know of what i'm wearing you know i like to you know i like to to just look like a normal regular poor guy you it know just fits in and get along yeah <laughs> you know so i i kind of like like to keep it low-key but like i've been looking for some like adidas like i love adidas like it kind of every time i think about switching to like nike i'm like uh <laughs> I don't know, like Nike has never been my style, you know, like, I, I don't know. 
I, I wish I had that brand loyalty like you. Like for me, it's whatever just looks good to me. And yeah, I feel it like it doesn't matter who, who makes it. It just has like to look good to me. Adidas products always look better to me. Like they always look like my vibe, like my style. Like when I see a Nike product, it just looks it looks too soft. It looks too it looks too flimsy, I guess, too it looks too art deco. <laughs> I don't know, like you know. It looks like something that, you know, somebody on the runway would be wearing, like, whereas Adidas, I guess because from, you know, the football linkage, it looks more rugged, it looks more industrial, like German stuff, like always to me, look more industrial, you know, it doesn't look as flashy. So I'm always like, you know, I always like Adidas from like long, long time from the Adidas originals when it had like the, the, um, the flower. Yes, oh, yes, I remember in high school. In high school, I used to wear um, the Stan Smiths. I used to wear them hard, like those are my Smith things. Today is still a classic, man. Those are my things, man. Like I remember when I moved here to Argentina, I had like um, the classic blacks, um, and then I had the the smooth all black, and then I had a classic brown. Uh, yo, I had like I was rocking them real hard. Nice. Like right now, like right now. Aside from like I have the shoes I have, I have my dress shoes is a hush puppy shoe, but other than that, all my other shoes are Adidas and one New Balance shoes that I wear. But everything else, Adidas, running shoes, you know, other you know sporty kind of shoes, casual shoes, like I don't know, Adidas, <laughs> Adidas <laughs> take my money. <laughs> oh, it's crazy, you know. Like I know, like Puma is like you know the brother of Adidas, but. I don't know, like, I never really liked their, their shoes too tough. Like, I, I think there's hardly any, like, I've, I think I've touched Adidas, <clears throat> Nike, Puma, Reebok. Reebok, again, like, is just like, it's, it, I know it's like a second brand of Adidas, but it just felt like, uh, it doesn't feel, it, I don't know, man, it just... I don't know. <laughs> That's a tough one for you to explain to me. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, because I mean, some of the silhouettes and styles, like I, I see them transcend from yeah. like brand to brand. Like there's like there's a specific Reebok that I had. Yeah. That currently I have the Adidas version of it. No. Yeah, I know. I think I know which one you're talking about. I think I know which one you're talking about. Which right. like tell me exactly which one. So like. I'll, Bring it up. The, well, the one I have called is is now called the Power Phase, but I forget what Reebok had called it. Oh, is is Adidas Power Phase? Yeah, but this is the Power Phase is the one that Kanye did it, but it's a, it's a, that's the style. Like I I only know it by the new name Power Phase. I don't remember the old name is, but mm-hmm. this goes back to. I like, remember, the, yeah, I remember the Reeboks like these, like these were these were mad. Um, these were my um popular when I was a kid. Because mm-hmm. I had I had like two pairs of those men and like I had a black pair and a white pair. Right. It's funny, you know, leaving Jamaica, like growing up in Jamaica, I loved white shoes. Coming to, to Canada, right. I don't want anything to do with white shoes. Oh yeah, dude. Like I've never liked white shoes ever. They just look cheap. <laughs> No man, like a nice clean white shoe that was was me in Jamaica, especially in Jamaica, man. Like getting mm. on a white shoe, it was just like wow. Yeah. I think the Reeboks were called Reebok Workout Low or something like that. Yes, yes, something like that. Right. No man, dude, like I never liked white shoes at all. 
I had some. I had some. I remember, obviously, like growing up, my parents never cared at all about like brand names. Like, what? <laughs> like the first, the first Adidas and the first like kicks that I bought that were, you know, from a recognized brand were, you know, I bought them because I was hustling. I was making my own. But like, you know, if it was not, you know, I don't know if you remember LA Gear. <laughs> No, I was about to say that. I was about to say that. That was my first shoe to appear at LA Gears. Yeah. I honestly, because I never think less of that shoe. I thought that was like the hypest shoe I had. The thing, yeah. the thing had it was white with yeah. like a green tongue. Yeah. And it had like it because it was a um, it had two strap on it, like yeah, two black strap. It was the hypest yeah. LA gear. And it yeah. had like the bubble on the heel, like I thought yeah. it was the hypest. Anyway. I remember those, and then only to find out that LA gear was like nothing. <laughs> Yo, honestly, I was disappointed when I found out that LA gear was nothing. Yeah, because I thought it was wicked. Then there were these like other um shoes. I forgot what they were called, but I remember having like um, you know, Skechers, and remember when Phila was a thing? Yeah, Phila actually came back recently. Yeah, it came back recently. I have had Umbro's before. For some reason, I don't know why I always thought like Umbro had like some relation to Adidas at some point. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if that was the, the case, but yeah, man, I remember like those those LA gears, man. <laughs> man, I, um, I love my LA gear. Yeah. But my but gear. yeah, I my thought parents it was so legit today. <laughs> yeah. My parents weren't like big on, they were just like, yo. You, you have a bunch of siblings we're just gonna buy you shoes that work mm-hmm. and like but my mom would end up spending like money on shoes like so often because obviously if it's like if it's a, from a good company it's it usually lasts out the longer exactly you know? so you know from being you know my mom's uk connection and you know you know clark's was like a staple so like we would have clark's but you know like I never liked the Clarks that we had because it wasn't the ones that were hype. It wasn't like the desert. The Bancroft was a desert. Yeah, yeah. It was like, you know, it was like some of those, like, you know, like the the shoes, like, or the nursing, the nursing home. No, man, not that kind. The ones like um, your pops would probably rock or Uncle E would would rock. You know, the ones like. Oh, with the the stitch at the front and then it had like the crumples, the the crumpled, like little ruffled edges, borders. Around the toe box. Yeah, Yeah, man. You know, like, you know. Mafia kind of old man smoking his Cuban cigar kind of shoes, you know, the, yeah. that kind of old style. In in like, no, I'll rock those and like, I'll be, you know, because those, th- that kind of shoes kind of came in style, you know, a couple of years ago. Yes. yes but, you know, sure. you know, I, in high school, a part of high school, I would rock that. But before that, you know, like, that wasn't the in thing. Like, yo, nobody else was rocking that. You know, you look kind of, you know, what are you doing with Clarks? Like nobody knows that kind of Clarks. They're like, you know, that's Clarks. Exactly. Get out of here. <laughs> I remember my mom had bought me one of those like old man Clarks. Yeah. And like, I was trying so hard to explain to them that like, yo, it's Clarks. Like, man, they're like, that's not no Clarks. Like, stop trying. That's not Clarks. That's not Clarks. So the next year, what I did, I saved my, I had saved my lunch money and say, you yeah. know what? I'm gonna actually buy a pair of Clarks. And then I bought my first pair of all black. Desert, sweet desert clubs. Yeah, I remember I had those for like fifth form. Cause that was like, yeah, I was top of the top after yeah. having that with the that toothbrush. Pair of <laughs> with it, 
with the toothbrush. And then my cousin had told me a thing about like how to care for the suede is that like yeah, you get like a um a spray bottle and you just barely like miss them, right? Spray a mist on them, right? Put it in a scandal bag and then put it in the fridge overnight and then yeah. take it out the next day and brush yeah. it. Yeah, and yeah. And said like the fight, the hairs on it would just stand up and it would just look so perfect. Man, because you want to see me doing that like every night. <laughs> and people ask me, like, oh, your class looks so fresh. I was like, don't worry about that. That was yeah. one secret I was never going to tell anybody. But my toothbrush <laughs> was always in my back pocket. Yeah, yeah. To brush fibers. Yeah, for the for like the, the non-Jamaican or for the people who listen to this that probably n- never heard of what we're talking about. When we were in high school and there's a time in Jamaica where there were a pair of English shoes, like there's an English shoe brand called Clark's. And there, there were some, there were two popular um, pairs. There was the Wallabies. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right. And there were the Desert Clark's, which had a suede material on top and a gum or rubber or wax kind of or beeswax kind of material at the bottom. It was super soft. It was very comfortable. And if you were like the to be in or to be in the hype or to be, you know, like, you know, a hype kid or <laughs> maybe, yeah, hype kid. <laughs> to be kid, like, yeah. you know, to be somebody to be looked up to or, you know, or to be desired, you had to have, you know, desert clerks. If you were going to like a school that wore brown shoes, it was brown desert clerks. And if you were allowed to wear black shoes, black desert clerks. But there was expensive. You Nobody would want to step on your shoes. Like people would have toothbrush shoes in like in their back pockets. And, you know, the minute something got ruffled, they would be like rubbing it the entire day. Like you were like taking care of your shoes. <laughs> and it was it was crazy. You know, it's like thinking about it is like... <laughs> It's crazy no, because it, it was a real thing. Because it was. I remember I, I couldn't find my size, so I ended mm-hmm. up buying a bigger size, but mm-hmm. stuffing the point, so just mm-hmm. that I could have the pair. Right, right. Because growing up, my foot was for some reason always the smallest foot. Like I could never ever find my size anywhere in any shoe that mm-hmm. I like. So I'd always end up like having to buy a bigger one and right. like stuff the point just right. to fit it. And I was just like <laughs> remembering like that journey man and double socks <laughs> to just make it work yeah but man i was happy with my clerks I yeah happy. i remember on my graduation day like i had like fresh like fresh pair of clerks like during the entire fifth form year like i think like i was never into like hype even to this day like things that are in the trend like i i guess like i'm an anti-trend person like i want to make my statement like yo yeah yeah i'm not on that wave (laughs) (laughs) like i don't know like there's this like contrarian spirit that if there's like a movie that's like or or a show that's like super on trend and like everybody's like yo you have to watch this i'm like all right i guess i'm not gonna watch this ever (laughs) (laughs) you know like contrarian belief you know yeah you know like you know like how wandavision is like hitting the waves you know, and everybody's like, yo, you have to watch WandaVision. No, because you need to watch it, though. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, uh, the only reason that I might watch it is because, like, I'm a Marvel guy. So, you know, I'm kind of up to date with Marvel. I mean, sorry for all the, the DC fans out there, but please give us some quality that we can talk about. Right. I know, you know? Megadon has hated, but 
I just finished Zack Snyder. I won't get into that, but the, the cut, the Snyder cut. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll just leave it at that. Like for whoever yeah. is watching, Garbage. like Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> I've yo. I remember well when the um the Nolan brothers were doing their take on DC. I think that they did a fine job. I'm not sure if you like their version of like Batman, but I feel like they did a fine enough job. I don't know what you think. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I would agree. I would agree with yeah. that. <laughs> I would agree but, with that. But like, it's to be honest, few. To be honest, I haven't watched, dude. I haven't watched any of the DC movies at all. You're not missing anything. Yeah, I exactly. Like, I never watched Aquaman. I never watched. Um, I think I watched one or two Supermans. To be honest, not to lie. Um, but. It wasn't. It wasn't anything, you know. And DC I, movies is a trailer. You just watch a trailer and you basically watch the entire. Movie. Right. I never watched Sorry Justice League. Audience. <laughs> I never watched Justice League, so you know. Eh. But Marvel stuff, like, yeah, I mean, even the 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 um, the the Marvel universe, you know, or multiverse, or you know, all that stuff. To me, like, it was fun that you know the um. The Russo brothers, brothers like found a way to like connect everything together. So like you know, to create this this whole franchise experience, because yeah. it was just like year after year after year after year, just like banger. Like oh, Ant Man. I remember when Ant Man came out. Like the idea of Ant Man is kind of ridiculous, but Ant Man was dope. And to me, like the fact that they never took it as serious. It's a superhero movie, yes, but like they were, it, it was comedic, whereas DC was just like always dark and villainy. And you know, it's just like, why not? Yeah, it's funny, my yeah. girlfriend was saying that, like, this is the thing about DC, it's just dark. <laughs> it's yeah. just, like, everything they're shooting, like, in midnight, like, the, the yeah. camera crew only out at night to shoot. Like, man, them don't say, yo, daytime shooting, nah, nah, be, nah, nah, which batches you fly a day. But, <laughs> that's true. That's true, though. So, dark, dark. Even yeah. the daytime dark. <laughs> like, yeah. wah, wah, wah. it's just grungy. Yeah, yeah. It's just... So, I, I don't understand. Yeah, it's just dark. And I like that, like, even though there were dark themes in, like, Marvel movies, like, there was some amount of humor in there. I think, like, some of the most somber ones were um, the last the last Avengers and um, the Black Panther last one as well. Yes, I agree. You know, but for the most part, like, it's still full of humor, you know, um, Ant-Man was like mad funny. Guardians of the, the Galaxy was like mad funny. And why, what I really found like cool was that they actually casted, like in, in Marvel, they casted a lot of like comedic actors to play the roles. So like Chris Pratt, like I watched Chris Pratt before on Parks and Rec. I'm not yeah. sure if you ever watched Parks and Rec. Yeah, I watched Parks and Rec. Yeah, yeah, mad dope. Like, <laughs> hilarious. I don't know if you like, if you watch that, um, like the the blooper reel where he was talking about like um <laughs> wiping his butt with you know like I, there was a blooper reel where he was talking about you know there are some times like he goes to the the, the bathroom and he's wiping and he's wiping and he's wiping and he's wiping <laughs> and he's like no, a... still poop he's like wipe 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 still poop it's like he's like it's like i'm wiping a permanent marker <laughs> <Or> wiping <laughs> 
you know, like it was, it was, it was mad dope, you know. Treat yourself, you know. <laughs> Parks and Rec was like mad fun, you know. Like I really, really, um, really dig that. But the fact that Marvel cast more well rounded, <laughs> yeah, they cast like a lot of comedic actors, you know, Paul Rudd. You know, another comedic actor, like um, I forget what the um the Hispanic dude's name is. You know what I'm talking about? The his his sidekick in Ant-Man. Um and, Michael uh, Pena. Yes, 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 right. yes, yes, yes. I'm like, bad with names, actors' names. So yeah, I, me I just, too. I know faces. Me too. <laughs> I'm just, but you're I listing just, them off so well. Like, no, because like I, I have, I have my, I have like the PC open on one side, and it's like okay, you know, okay. I'm, I'm trying to be my, my own young Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, yo, I don't know if you know if you ever listen to like the Joe Rogan podcast. But I, I, the, I, I was, yes, I have listened to it. I have, on I the have. Joe Rogan podcast, like he has his assistant, like Jamie on the side that like yo that fills in the blank yo no no he does like he finds things um like the it's it's so famous where like the the guest will go on the podcast and like jamie pull that up and in two seconds he has it on like google or wherever he he just has like the info cross checking double checking finding stuff finding videos finding references so jamie's like, like a alfred yo he's mad fast he's mad fast you know, like sometimes before the the host, um, before the guest, like things to ask it, it's like, it's there. <laughs> it's like yo, it's like a virtual assistant, but human. <laughs> you know, an AI, but like you know, human. But yeah, like I was saying, like the casting of um, you know, comedic actors or people who are more comedic, it just brought this like lighter ear. You know, even even Thor, the first Thor movie was a little heavier. And then they actually like, you know, started to make it more fun. You know, Thor's character, like Chris Hemsworth, started to like, you know, act a little more fun and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, and he cracked some jokes in there. It's like, it's like uh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. But, and even but, when they do it, the Hulk, like all the characters, there's, yeah. there's some play and, and, and jokes and like you don't always say that in dc you know yeah. like batman is just like everybody just dark man is that why so serious like even <laughs> the joker like supposed to be the joker it's supposed to be funny and even it's like to me i'm just like you're not funny like yeah did you watch the the new one the yes yes i did i did mm -hmm. i did i mean I, I like I like that guy being the mm. Joker. I like mm. that guy being the Joker. I think it was I thought it was done well. Mm. I, I haven't watched it. Done. I haven't watched it. I'm, I have always contemplated whether I would or not. <laughs> no, I'll definitely watch it. Definitely watch it. He gives a new take on the Joker that I'm like, ah. Yeah. I like it. I could I could see him in another one. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> That's my dope. Yo, I'm actually looking at the time and I didn't realize that we've actually we're almost gone like two hours on this. <laughs> yeah, I like how we started it up. I mean, yeah, we just we just started with a topic and then we just the snowball just kept building and yeah, we yeah. we're like <laughs> we're at the Joker. <laughs> we're at the Joker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my dope, man. I like that. There was something that I was. I forgot what I was, I was going to ask you something, but 
I forgot. I'll probably have to like try to remember it for some other mm. time. All right, that's it. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening. Basic people over and out. Tune in next week for more. Really basic. That I'm working. Uh-oh.